Brighter Media Group original. Hey everyone, welcome in to the Versed Podcast, a daily pursuit to become more perceptive to what the Bible says. My name is John, and today we're reading from the book of John, chapter 4, verses 5 through 10. Let's do it. Hey, so before we actually get into the verse today, let me see how you're doing. Are you in the midst of perpetual exhaustion? You know, where just picking up your foot and putting it in front of the other one feels like you've run a marathon. Or that you're on this hamster wheel that no one actually sees. You're doing and doing and going and going and moving, but not actually making any progress. Uh, or or you're looking around and you're scrolling through social media or your coworkers and everyone else seems to be managing their lives better than you. But look at them. They're amazing parents. They're going on vacations. I bet they manage their home better. I bet it's clean and perfect and styled. And I bet they answer every single email that they get. Ever wondered if there's something off with you spiritually? Or maybe there's a problem with you. I don't, I don't know. That there's this person inside of you that can thrive, that is glowing, that is attractive, but your circumstances and just this exhaustion is pinning you down. Do you actually hate how your taxing life is affecting your relationships? I can say all this because I'm right there too, right now. And the pandemic and political landscape in the past 18 months to two years has made it even more fun. Sometimes it can feel like needing to take care of ourselves is wrong. That needing rest is giving up. That taking a break is being selfish. And maybe it might go as far as to think that it's a sin to be tired. It's sin to take a break. My encouragement comes from Jesus and today's passage. Jesus got tired. Jesus needed rest. And no, I'm not stronger than him. (laughs) Today we read John chapter 4, verses 5 through 10. Before we read, though, it's important, as always, that we do every podcast to look at the biblical and historical context to what we're reading. We're reading the Gospel of John um, that's attributed to him, the self-identified disciple that Jesus loved, the son of Zebedee, an eyewitness to Jesus and his ministry. Many evangelical scholars date this Gospel to be written in the 80s AD. And if you read the book or if you've read the book or you're about to, um, you'll see that it's clear that John had a close an intimate relationship with Jesus, and he encourages his readers to develop that same relationship with him. We're dropping into the narrative today um, of Jesus, of his ministry, from John's perspective. Early on in Jesus's ministry, the Pharisees, the religious leaders, started shifting their focus from John the Baptist, who was getting all of their attention, who had his own followers in one right, They were starting to pay attention more to Jesus, who was gaining more followers and more disciples by the day. Jesus, at this point, and his disciples had left Judea on their way to Galilee, which was north. But in order to get there, they had to travel through Samaria. And 
the people that were there were people that the Jews despised. We'll dive into that a little bit after we read. So let's prepare our hearts to read and to receive the word of God from John chapter 4, verses 5 through 10. We'll take a brief moment to uh, end the conversations that are going on in our own minds, everything that's going on, however tired and exhausted we feel. Let's just be present and hear the word of God. Eventually, he came to the Samaritan village of Sychar, near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Soon, a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me, and I would give you living water. So we can go in a variety of directions. Um, with this verse, but I want to take it for kind of how I interpreted it. And I had these two big takeaways. One was how to actually engage those who are culturally um, and racially different in terms of ministering to them. And the other is what to do with our exhaustion. So I'll start with the first one. We see, I think, well, I'm sure, a unifying of the two distinct natures of Jesus. Jesus as a deity and Jesus in humanity. He was that in one person. We see his humanity and his exhaustion as he needed to rest. The time of day is important to note. Uh, It wasn't typical for someone to come draw water in the heat of the day, in the middle of the day. So why was the Samaritan woman there at that time? If we continue reading in that story, which we didn't have time for today, I encourage you to do it, you'll actually see that she was a woman of questionable character. And the woman was shocked when Jesus asked her for a drink. Jews did not associate with Samaritans because they were considered unclean by the Jews, an unclean race that worshiped false gods, among other things, a lot of other things. And it goes far back into history. We can dive deeper into that at some point, but I don't want to miss out that the point here is that Jesus prioritized meeting spiritual needs, no matter the social, racial, or gender divisions. Jesus used the conversation and the circumstance about something physical, a physical need to introduce her to something spiritual. He didn't give up his cultural and racial identity to minister to someone who was different in race and in culture, his willingness to engage her by drinking water from her cup opened the door for him to reach her spiritually. And I think it's a good lesson for us not to ignore or reject the humanity of people. So that's the first part. Uh, Part two is what to do with our exhaustion. The biggest help for me Uh, for my exhaustion and in my exhaustion in this hamster wheel 
of being tired has been really a perspective change, which actually stems from this verse, to keep an eternal perspective. Do I know the gift God has for me? Do I trust and know who I am speaking to? My circumstances are temporary. The exhaustion is not going to last forever. And the God of my blessings is also still the God of my trials and the God of my exhaustion. And that I actually am given an opportunity to depend on him and allow him to sustain me instead of trying to do it myself. It does not mean the feelings don't go away. It doesn't mean the circumstances change. It doesn't mean I'm all of a sudden not exhausted. It just means that my perspective has changed and I have peace in the middle of this madness. That's the first part. The second thing uh, that helps my exhaustion is to realize that self-care is not bad. It's not selfish. It's required. God prescribes it. And doing self-care proactively instead of reactively is not only responsible, it actually builds in space to intentionally connect with God. I actually did a whole podcast on God's prescription for self-care. So check out that episode. It's called God's Prescription for Um, (laughs) Self-Care. I encourage you to listen to that as I dive into that deeper. But here's the point. That sometimes just sitting and drinking a glass of water and being still is enough. No, being tired is not a sin. But it is an opportunity to be dependent on God to find true rest in him and to glorify him. So like we do with every podcast, we're going to build in the space to reflect on today's verse, to meditate if you'd like, to pray to God or just be still, whatever you'd like to do with this minute. Maybe grab a glass of water. (laughs) That would be fitting. Um, Just take this minute or so and do that and then we'll come back on the other side. Thanks for being a part of the Versed family. Uh, It is so encouraging to see so many people every day be a part of what God is doing here. But not only that, be in genuine pursuit of what the Bible really says and how relevant it still is today, even though people try to cast it off or to change it into something that it isn't. We're... (laughs) I want to say I'm fighting back against that, but really what I'm doing is kind of with open hands, just discovering what it is for myself because I'm not coming in with any preconceived notions or knowledge. I'm coming in with faith 
that I know this is true. I believe it to be true, but I actually want to know what it says. I actually want God to be revealed through his word to me to reveal um, himself, but to give me this fortitude to handle life's trials, life's exhaustion. I'm finding it to be encouraging to me. I hope you are experiencing the same thing. So thank you for being here today. If you want to look at the resources I use to study uh, the Bible, those are linked in the show notes. I use those to build the podcast as well. Uh, There's a form there to submit any questions you have about the Bible or Christianity or a verse you may want included in a future episode. A link to my social media is there as well. So check that out. Make sure you make hope louder today, my friends, and we'll talk soon.